Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We do have a situation, and Ipsos polling, Ipsos Public Affairs found this out, polling for Global News. We have a really significant concern in this country. People are out of money, and they're saying they're out of money. It's not a, it's not just a phrase. It's fact. It's what's happening to them. 22% of Canadians told Ipsos they are, quote, completely out of money. That's up 3% from last October. 28% of women say they're completely out of money. 15% of men say the same. Another 32% say if prices continue to rise, they in a matter of months will be out of money as well. So we spoke about this last weekend with Daryl Bricker, CEO of Ipsos Public Affairs. And uh, we're going to do it again now, and I promised because of the phone calls we had last weekend that we would follow up on where we are, why we're there. Daryl Bricker, president, CEO of Ipsos Public Affairs, the author of that wonderful book about this country and where we're going. The book is titled Next. Daryl, when 22% say they're out of money, 28% of women, 15% of men, another 32% worry that if it goes on, if inflationary cycle, the cycle continues for a few more months, they're going to be in that particular situation as well. When we have 52% of the population saying they're concerned about having the money to feed their families, this is really serious business. Can you put this into into perspective for us, please? Yeah, it is really serious business. We haven't seen um, people's level of concern about per- personal economic exposure this high in a very, very long time. In fact, I'm having a hard time remembering what it might be, maybe back in 2008 when we went through the last financial crisis. But even at that time, people weren't worried about things like mortgage rates and potentially losing their homes. That's that's where we are right now. People, um, you know, they're, they're, they're being uh, afflicted by what's happening to their mortgages. A lot of people have a lot of debt in their lives. Um, so that's one element of it. But then it's the day-to-day things. I mean, you just went through the, uh, the gas bill at, at that person's house. I mean, these are things that people actually notice because they get them, um, you know, on a monthly basis or when they go to the grocery store, since, you know, that list of groceries that you probably, uh, you know, use from week to week is fairly consistent over a longer period of time. You actually see the impact of increasing prices. And you know what? It's keeping us up at night. Yeah. 52% are concerned they may not have enough money to feed their family. This is what you found out. And a majority, 56%, remain concerned that they may not be able to afford gasoline to get to where they're going, or need to get to go, get to where they're going, um, and we're talking, as you said, Daryl, we're talking about staples in life. The, the what we require in this country, this very cold climate that we have in the winter time, and we need the transportation. We need to have the ability to live and 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 to function. And people are clearly very, very much afraid. Uh, what about the gender disparity? Twenty eight percent of women, fifteen percent of men uh, say they're completely out of money. What's going on there? Yeah, well, we do find women tend to be more precarious in terms of their economic uh, optimism uh, than men. But also you're dealing with people who have primary responsibility still in most households for taking care of children. And when you take a look at the numbers for people who have 
kids at home. So it moves that, that number actually moves into the 60s. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of people here, particularly families um, with kids at home that are really concerned about their ability to get, uh, get through the next few months. You know, I, I have this concern that there are families that are now already missing meals that are, that are not being able to afford the fundamentals that are so, I mean, that are just necessary to be able to get through their day, get through their life. And, and they worry about what's coming their way. Well, you know, and a fair amount of this is, you know, kind of quiet suffering. You know, people uh, just trying to make, you know, get by from day to day and, and try and find ways of dealing with yeah. these, uh, these sorts of issues. They're not, you know, out on the streets protesting. You know, they're not uh, doing the things that we see people who are sort of very politically active doing for the most part. These are people who are just trying to get by from day to day. But the outcome eventually will probably be political, and it's not looking good for incumbent governments who are overseeing what's going on right now. Well, let me ask you about that. What, what, uh, what, what, are they tone deaf? Are, are the politicians completely tone deaf? I mean, I'm not going to ask you to take a position on the carbon tax, but when you have these, this particular kind of information, and, and we have uh, you know, the listener sending me uh, his, his email about what his natural gas bill has gone from $122 uh, a month, uh, a year ago, to $210 now, and he points out that $29.08 is carbon tax. I would say to, I would say to them, Mr. Trudeau and his government, you know, if they ever talk to me, I would say to them, pay attention. Yeah, well, on the carbon tax, it's particularly interesting. You know, Canadians are, are actually really worried about the climate. They want somebody, somebody to do something about it, but they never anticipated that they personally would actually have to pay for it, particularly in a significant way, like your your listener who sent you their, uh, their their gas bill. So this is when the, the, the carbon tax moves from being kind of a philosophical position to something in which people are actually experiencing it in their day-to-day lives. It will be interesting to see how this, uh, this progresses over the space of the next few months. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.